Welcome to Straight Out of Combat's Freedom Matters, special edition of Audio Medicine, brought to you by Green Zone Hero, America's directory of businesses that support freedom. Freedom is the very cornerstone of everything we do in America. We celebrate freedom by honoring the wisdom of the veterans who have joined us on the show. On this special episode, you'll hear from our veterans in their own words what freedom means to them. Thank you for listening to another episode of Audio Medicine by Green Zone Hero. And remember, freedom does matter. Your steely-eyed killer shadow in the night You were born to fight You gotta light them up My name is John Krotek, and I want to welcome you to Straight Outta Combat Radio, Audio Medicine by Green Zone Hero. We're here to honor the wisdom of America's most valuable asset for combat veterans. We're authentic, we're empowering, we're American. Save us all burn it down. Our veteran guest today for this episode of Straight Out of Combat is Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. General Flynn has served our, our nation for over three and a half decades. 33 of those years were in the United States Army. His military service culminated as the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency, also known as the DIA, and as the nation's highest-serving military intelligence officer. His military service also included intelligence, conventional, conventional forces, and special operations assignments in units such as the Army's famous 82nd Airborne Division and the nation's top special operations forces, including the Joint Special Operations Command leading the nation's war against terrorism. Something very interesting you just said, and it's kind of where it dawned on me. My dad had described the Battle of Spotsylvania for me. I was about 11 years old. We were there right at the battle mm-hmm. site up there in Virginia. And I remember looking yeah. at him, and uh, you know, he described it like he was there. And then I said to him, Dad, why would guys from the same country fight each other? And he basically looked at me, and he gave me that look that, it, you know, that, that, mm-hmm. uh, that an Army officer can give you. And he said, Son, sometimes there are things in life that are bigger than you. And he said, and one of them is America. And I'll never forget the way he looked at me. And at that time, like I said, I think I was about 11. I knew then that this country of ours was something truly special of guys that actually Mm -hmm. were brothers in arms against each other to fight for the precepts of what we stand for. Are you kidding me? So, you know, thank you for pointing that out. And, and, and it is hard to sometimes describe that feeling, but it is a feeling of selfless service to a country that gives us so many luxuries and freedoms. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could go into a rhyme and verse on on uh, certainly our civil war and and the crazy things that happen between families. I mean, you know, you go you talk about places like the Battle of Vicksburg, which occurred the same weekend of the Battle of Gettysburg, and a lot of people know that and brothers fighting brothers and et cetera, but my point is that if this is about sacrifice, and when you join the military, you don't necessarily understand that. But as you grow in service to others inside of the military, you begin, especially during a time of, of combat and conflict and war, you learn more and more about what that truly means. And when you are on the battlefield, you're not... Not that you're 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 hoping or wishing for it, but you know that that inevitability always exists, and you just you know you just pray to God that uh, you have 
the you know the men and women that you have in your unit with you that are also have that same feeling, have that same sense of fear, have that same anxiety, and yet uh, that same willingness and that same desire to to do something bigger than themselves, you know, and they do, and that's and I'm just glad I'm glad that you know over 100 years ago our nation recognized this idea of gold stars and gold star families, and that we have you know that we have these organizations that. I, you know, I mean, comments that I would make about about that and about, you know, what you all represent. And, and I, I'm very thankful for my relationship with, with Chris Hager and, and Wendy and how we met. This is not about mourning these lives that were lost, who decided to sacrifice for something bigger than, than any of us can truly understand. This is actually about being proud. I mean, we should not mourn. We should be proud of their service and what they represent. We should be proud uh, for them, their families, and we should uh, acclaim them whenever we can. I mean, the rest of this country is is going about their daily lives and doesn't realize that we even have had this, this kind of a thing. And they, you know, and you tell somebody about it and they're like, Oh, they're so sorry. And, and yes, that's true. And, that, and you can feel that way. And, you know, and, and it's important, but, but we should be proud that we have people in this country that are willing to do that for others. It's just amazing. And, and I think that serving others where the potential for the loss of life or loss of limbs or eyesight uh, for a greater purpose, you know, of protecting uh, one's freedoms is the highest form of service. And we should just, you know, we should praise it. Uh, and and never of, forget. Never forget. Yeah. And, ne- and never forget. And never forget. And also, you know, I, I would also say that something that we've learned in this latest conflict that we've been in and, and uh, for so many years and we're still in it, you know, this notion of the post-traumatic stress disorder and traumatic brain injury are also uh, outcomes of the sacrifice of the many. You know, I think we've had over 50,000 wounded in this in this uh, war against terrorism, over 50,000. And and many of those have, you know, PTSD and, and, and what we now are learning more and more about this traumatic brain injury. And, you know, PTSD and traumatic brain injury, I'm certain existed from previous wars. It's just come out because we've had a much more advanced medical capabilities to be able to determine these kinds of things. And I think that some of this is also resulting in the, the, you know, the 22 suicides a day that we have of our, of our military. And so, you know, are those suicides a direct result of their of their combat service? And and I would say that, you know, I think many of them are. So, I mean, I just again, we we need to make uh, America better understand what it is that we are, what we do in the military, why we serve. What's the what are the results of that service? What are the potential consequences of that service? But we also need to, to ensure that people are proud of their military and people are proud of those that serve and people give in, in either. And you, you know, you can give through understanding, you know, and, and being compassionate when you see, you know, service men and women around the, around the world or around, certainly around the country, you can, you can just by saying thank you, but you can also give in other ways. I mean, there's other ways. There's lots of veterans organizations. There's, and there's ways to give. You were born to fight. Our veteran guest for this episode of Straight Out of Combat Radio is one of the most inspirational athletes of our time. From the state of Wisconsin to the gridirons of Notre Dame University and the NFL to the jungles of Vietnam and back to the NFL again, 
This combat-wounded veteran's story is one of extreme selflessness, great courage, and steadfast determination. His love of country, love for the sport of American football, and love for his fellow veterans is without question. I am honored and privileged to welcome today's guest on Straight Out of Combat Radio, U.S. Army veteran, NFL Hall of Famer, published author, accomplished speaker, and all-around outstanding human being, Mr. Rocky Blyer. You know, is there a message that you would like to share with the world about freedom or the military? Well, you know, know, it's an interesting thing. You know, it's about serving your country. And and there are millions of stories out there. You know, whether you're in Germany or Korea, you know, whether you're up in Iceland or... um, or stationed somewhere else, and, uh, you know, it's it's about what you did, it's about the people that you met, you know, what your responsibility was, you know, of you served your country and how you felt about that, and all those, you know, and, and there was a period of time when all the, those feelings were repressed and no one talked about it, and so um, I, I think it becomes very important uh, that uh, stories are told um, and uh, that you have a viewpoint of those who served in a different light. I mean, they served, um, and they loved their country. You were born to fight. Our guest today on Straight Out of Combat Radio is United States Air Force aviator and veteran Michael T. Burns. Originally from Fort Wayne, Indiana, Mike graduated from DePaul University in 1966 and volunteered for Vietnam. After his pilot training, Mike was stationed in Ubon, Thailand as an F-4 Phantom fighter pilot. On his 18th combat mission, Mike was shot down over North Vietnam, was captured by enemy forces, and spent 56 months as a prisoner of war in North Vietnam. What does freedom mean to you, Mike? Well, I, I for about five years, I hardly slept. I would stay up, get up darkness, run five miles or six miles or seven miles, run, eat a huge breakfast, run all day, party all night, do the same for about five years. I just never had a reservoir of life energy, but that's what I did. You know, it was took two years before I entered law school, but I still did it then. And, and freedom, God, I mean... I'll tell you one thing. You you won't believe this, but we were in this place called the Plantation. It was in 1970. It's a it's a great big courtyard, a big house on one end, a garage on the other, warehouses on all one side, and offices. They just turned it into a prison. Put bars on windows. Put uh, separated the rooms. In the 70s, there was this big march in some town in the states anti-war marching so that that night they strung a rope across and down made squares in that courtyard and hung blankets and tarps so that there'd be little boxes you could come in and sit down in and you couldn't see the guy next to you so they bring us out one by one and they turned on a there was a newsreel it was a u.s newsreel of this march 1970 sometime, and I saw, for the first time, color. I mean, I, 
I know there was color, but all I remember is dark and gray in a prison camp. There is no color. But I saw red, yellow, brilliant colors on clothes, old people, young people holding hands, uh, girls, guys, all kinds of signs crowding the streets and marching, these anti-war signs. And they showed us this to... uh to work on our morale and, you know, break us down. And um, a lot of guys really complained about, I mean, they never forgave, well, they forgive maybe now, but we're very angry that they would do this. But me, I went back into that cell when it was over and they closed the door. I started doing push-ups. I thought, Jesus, that was fantastic. That's my country. That's America. There's no other country. They can do that there. They couldn't do it here. They couldn't do it anywhere I knew. You can do that in America. I mean, they just gave me a couple more years uh, of up there if it lasted. Just knowing that that was happening, that's what freedom kind of means to me. You were born to fight. Our veteran guest today for this episode of Straight Out of Combat Radio is... Former Navy SEAL Carl Higby, and he's also a former presidential appointee. Do you think that freedom exists for everybody in America? And if it doesn't, how can we get there? If freedom, there is equal opportunity in this country, unlike ever before in any other country, in any other experiment of governance in the history of the world. I mean, we are the freest nation. We have, we are the most prosperous nation. And you know what? Like, look. People can say that we're this terrible country, but you try to go pull some of the crap that you pull in China or Korea or Venezuela or Honduras. You try to, you know, do the same stuff. You know, you, you think you can get away with here. You try that in another country, you won't be able to. They'll, people, you'll be buried under the jail. Yeah, people disappear. You know, and we've read stories yeah. about that and firsthand accounts, like you just said. Yeah, and, and the, the issue is that. You know, it, it is a lack of respect. We are unequivocally the freest and most prosperous nation ever. I mean, we have, we make up, you know, one fifth of China's population, yet doubled their their Olympic medal count in the last Olympics. I mean, give me a break. We we are, you know, we've put a we, we put a man on the moon. We have, you know, if you look at today, let, just look at today's society. You have the billionaire from Greenwich, Connecticut, and then let's say you have. I don't know, the secretary that works at, 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 at a local local hardware store, okay? She might make $30,000 a year, and the local billionaire makes a billion dollars a year. But if they both walk across to the street to the same coffee shop where they get the same cup of coffee at the same price, and they both get hit by a truck, they're taken to the same hospital to get the same medical services, to get the same respect and the same care that they that either one would get. Okay, that is something that is incredible. So when you talk, when you tell me that life is stacked and life is unfair, this country has amazing equal opportunity. What it does not guarantee is equal achievement. And I'm willing to fight and I'm still willing to put my life on the line to make sure that everybody has the right to equal opportunity. But I will not guarantee anybody under any circumstances equal achievement because I think you have to do, make your own destiny. You have to work for yourself. Achievement will not come at someone else's hands and you cannot legislate prosperity. You were born to fight. We have a very special guest today. It's our first uh, across-the-pond guest from the U.K., Sergeant Simon Harmer, who served actually as a combat veteran who served in the Royal Army Medical Corps for 16 years. 
During that time, those 16 years, he deployed to Bosnia, Iraq, and the Congo. Rather interesting. 2009, things took a turn in Afghanistan where Simon lost both of his legs in an IED blast. I got to say, Simon, I'm glad we finally made contact by voice and uh, really appreciate you. I appreciate your wife. I appreciate your kids. I appreciate the United Kingdom. And and like, as Chris says, you know, freedom is not free. And we so understand that. We want to we want to educate. We want to help wherever we can. We're indebted to guys and ladies that have worn the uniform and have paid the ultimate price. Well, you know, it's a privilege, you know, to to be allowed on your show. I love America. Uh, I love I love visiting it. I've been a few times. Uh, I think I've done more states than the average American has. Probably. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've been to Vegas. I've been to. I've done places like that. I've been to Montana. You know, I've done. I've done, you know, Colorado's a, a, a lovely place. Most most tourists probably just see either the, the West Coast or the East Coast, but I've seen the middle parts, you know, and I think you're, you, you, you guys are incredibly lucky to have such a, a vast area to to go and explore. And, you know, it's it's a totally different place to, to the UK, but most Brits, they, they like traveling and, and they're always, you know, generally feel welcome in, in the States. So thank you very much for that. You were born to fight. Our veteran guest today on this episode of Straight Outta Combat Radio is Navy veteran and SEAL Jason Redman. And I got to tell you, you know, I'm, I'm looking at his bio and I was just joking with him in a second ago. And, you know, I, I'm winded and I'm inspired looking at it because this person, this man, this Navy SEAL, this veteran, this American has done so many things. I don't think he's doing it to put anybody to shame, but when you start seeing the things that Jason has done, you're going to scratch your head and you're going to say, I got to get up off my rear and start doing something. What does freedom mean to you? Well, freedom is about choices. and It is about choice and opportunity. I mean, that's really what freedom is. And that's one of the greatest things about living in this country. I mean, you... You know, for those that have been to other areas of the world, there's so many people that don't know what freedom is. Uh, somebody tells them what they have to do. Uh, and, and if they're someone that dreams of doing something else, it's not even, it's not even an option. They don't have that choice. And that's what's so amazing in this country. You, there's no guarantee that you, you know, can do something you want to do. You have the choice to go after it, and you have the opportunity to pursue it. And hopefully through hard work and, and diligence and education, and you know, sometimes a little luck plays into those things, you can go after it. And that's what freedom enables. And I think, unfortunately, right now, there's a lot of people in this country who take their freedom for granted. Uh, they don't realize the blessing they have by living in this country to have that choice and opportunity to be able to do what they, uh, you know, whatever it is they want to do. But recognizing, you know, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it, and sometimes it does not unfold the way you think it's going to. You were born to fight. U.S. Army veteran Eric Shaw started Tactical 16 in 2012 to fill a void in the publishing and consulting industry after seeing so many veterans get terrible book deals that did not better their personal lives. Since that time, 2012, Tactical 16 has grown and now includes authors of all backgrounds, not just the military, and we think that's important. 
Eric has been a guest on Fox News multiple times, and the Tactical 16 team, the authors that he represents, have been featured on Yahoo, MSNBC, CNN, BBC, Sky News, Newmax, and EWTN. Tactical 16 has grown from a veterans-only and focused company to having resources to not only help veteran authors, but non-military authors as well. Let me ask you this, you know, so what does freedom mean to you? And do you think freedom in America is available to everybody? Um, I do. You know, I, I, I think when you step away from the social media and get off your phone and you get out and about and you talk to people face to face or Skype like we're doing now, you know, so <laughs> you, you get out there and experience it and live it. You know, this is a very unique country we live in. There's room for there's always room for improvement. It, there's no other country I'd rather be in with the people we have here that can help with that improvement. You know, we I, I just think sometimes you just need to st- take a step back from all the the distractions and, and just appreciate what we have. Yeah, that's cool. So, so what do you think freedom means? And you know, what's it going to take for all of us to actually get some freedom? Whew, boy, that, that's a lifelong question, there, man. <laughs> <laughs> on the spot you know i i don't i don't know man you know freedom is an individual conquest i guess and what what your meaning of freedom is might be different than mine you know but but the difference is and something that i think we should strive to keep doing is the ability to keep communicating with each other you know get have those debates have those conversations you know in, in person face to face you know, the Facebook isn't the place for that stuff anymore, sadly. I mean, the, the opportunity for a cool outlet was there, and it's kind of just watered down and destroyed to me at this point. But, you know, you, whatever your freedom means doesn't make you wrong. You know, it just that's what your freedom means. And I, I think we're getting to a point now where just because people don't think the way you want to think, now now they're the enemy, and that's, that's not how it should be. You were born to fight. On our show today, U.S. Army Special Force veteran Herb Thompson. And like many of us, he had some great mentors along the way who helped him through the rough stuff. Uh, I, I, I definitely can relate to that. Herb's road to the Special Forces units actually started in U.S. Army Human Resources, where he did a lot of things delivering huge sums of cash. Then he went on to become a drill sergeant, which he absolutely loved prior to his time with the teams. Herb has had multiple deployments in the Middle East, including a huge successful stint in Afghanistan, where he advised and led Afghan commandos boots on the ground in combat activity. When you hear the word freedom, what does that mean to you, Herb? That means, thank God I live in America. And that's the way I look at it. Uh, hallelujah, man. Yeah, uh, I get it. I get it. I, I, I kind of look at, hey, I won the lottery by being born here in America. and uh, But I also think it's not free. You know, that's came with a price way before I ever came along and it will after this. So I want to do my part and I've done that. And uh, I encourage people to understand, that, you know, the freedom is not free. And I think a lot of times people take it for granted living here in America that, hey, right now I can go, you know, take a walk with my dog or I can go down to the park with my kids. And that's, you know, they don't even think about, and I'll be guilty of this too. Like, wow, right now there's people 
manning combat missions outposts around the world so I can do that here at home today. Um, you know, if we all thought a little more about that, maybe we would appreciate it a little more because I've been there. I've seen evil. Uh, I've seen it overseas and what it's, what it's allowed to do and how people have to live. And that's just not the case here. But I think here in America, a lot of people take that freedom for granted and they don't understand how there is not freedom in a lot of other countries around the world. Well, that's that's a great point, you know, well stated, because the rest of the world does not live like Americans do. That is for sure. You were born to fight. This man is a aviator from the Air Force. He flew combat missions in B-52s during Desert Storm. After that, he held senior leadership positions in several higher headquarters staff organizations, which included Air Combat Command Headquarters, the Pentagon, Strategic Combat Headquarters, European Command Headquarters, and Central Command Headquarters. Now, this is the first Legion of Merit veteran that I've ever met, and I got to tell you, that's an award they just don't hand out. This man earned that award along with the Air Medal, the Defense Meritorious Service Medal, and over 20 other peacetime and wartime decorations. I think that's pretty impressive. Colonel Barnes is retired. He, he did all those years for us on all those missions and all those important headquarter places. Currently, he is the CEO and senior business advisor to entrepreneurs and exec, executives at Cistro Consulting, his own company, which is an organization design firm specializing in small business development. Let me ask you this. What does freedom mean to you? Freedom for me is being able to express my creativity without concern for how much it's gonna cost, uh, without concern for someone standing in the way to tell me, no, I can't pursue that. It's, it's, and, and so it really does come back to the word creativity. For me, freedom means the ability to be creative without concern for, for anything you standing in my way. Yeah, that's, that's the best I can say it. <laughs> good answer. No, that's a good answer. It's, yeah, that, for me, that's freedom. I mean, yeah, I get up in the morning and I can be as creative helping people as, as I want to be. And I don't have to be concerned about how much it's going to cost for me to help those people do whatever they want to do. So that's freedom. You were born to fight. This particular guest excites the heck out of me because she's involved in a lot of really cool things at a real high level. She's Navy Lieutenant Commander Jeanette M. Arancibia. She is a global health specialist. And for those of you who know, we, we're always talking about mental health. And I can't wait to hear what she has to say. She is a plans, operations, and medical intelligence officer. And right now, she's with Marine Forces Central Command. Jeanette is a 1988 graduate of Mercer County High School in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. So she's a bluegrass um, person, and uh, we love Kentucky. She graduated from Eastern Kentucky University in 1995 and in 1996 from the EKU MPA program, where she was a Patricia Roberts Harris Fellow and Presidential Internship Management Candidate. Uh, She is a graduate of the U.S. Navy War College, where she earned a Master's in National Security and Strategic Studies. So as you, you know, she operates at a real high level. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Aaron Sebia is, as well, a graduate of the Marine Corps' Command and Staff, Marine Corps' University, and is currently enrolled in the Uniformed Services University Global Health Engagement Program. What does freedom mean to you, and, and does everybody in America have equal access to it? 
Um, well, that's interesting you asked that question because I look at that from the lens of a global health professional and I could say to the degree that in within our own borders in the United States that there is access to programs that do exist to help, um, we all have the opportunity to take advantage of freedom. Um, I think that there are certain things on an individual basis that exempt some people from the ability to do that. And that gets into some of the behavioral health issues that that people experience. And I'm not a judge of any other one individual. Um, but your your question simply is, do, does everyone have uh, the same opportunities? And, and I, I say the answer is yes. And if you're geographically challenged to do that, you know, we have places within our own borders that are like third world countries and not two miles away. You know, they have all the programs available to them. It's just a matter of one education, because some people in those locations, again, within the United States, um, are not educated on what opportunities are available to them. You know, I I grew up, I didn't know that we uh, maybe didn't have as, as much as other people, because that wasn't where wealth came from in my family. But at a time and place, I do recall, you know, my family using food stamps. And and we came out of that. We were fortunate. And I'll submit to you that to this day, um, each, each person, each sibling in my family um, has well exceeded the need to, to rely on that kind of public program. Are there folks that abuse that? Sure. What can we do about that? I'm, I'm certain there are solutions out there. But yes, uh, we all have the advantage of of freedom in this country. And it's not just freedom to attain certain things or gain material things, but it's our freedom to practice religion. It's our freedom to speak uh, our opinions, whatever the judgment of those, you know, may be from other people, our, our freedom to carry, to purchase weapons. Um, you know, there are, there are things that, that uh, in our society where they cause harmful situations, and and I and I'm sad to say that that we've seen that uh, way too much. But do I have the freedom to go out and fire a weapon? I, I absolutely do, and that will continue to burn the embers uh, within me to continue to fight for those freedoms. Thank you for listening to another episode of Straight Out of Combat Radio, audio medicine from Green Zone Hero. If you liked what you heard, then tell others about us. Like us and download us. And please remember, freedom is not free, and combat veterans are vital assets. They're not broken. Yeah.